Hi, this is Stephanie Schaefer, and you're listening to the North Star Narrative, a podcast from North Star Academy. I want to thank you for joining us. I hope you're encouraged, challenged, and motivated by what you learned today. Enjoy the story. Hey, everybody. So glad that you could join us today for a special little episode about Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about today what it means to be thankful. And I have a really special friend who also works here at North Star joining me today. This is Mrs. Angie Davis, and she actually works here in the North Star Home Office as our registrar. That means that she gets to see your name. If you're a student listening right now, she might be with the first person that gets to see your name when you're registered and all of your classes. So that might mean that she's also the first person that's prayed for you before you start here at North Star as she is going over all of your records. We love to pray for you, our students, and because we are super thankful for you and we know that you are a creation from God and that you have a special purpose. And so we're constantly praying that you would know that purpose. And so Mrs. Davis is the perfect person to have on here because she loves the Lord with all of her heart, with all of her soul, with all of her mind. And one of the most important things to her is living that out and um, just being close to Jesus. So when I thought about being thankful, I thought she would be perfect to come on and talk about that. Um, she is actually married to a pastor, Trevor Davis, and they have been at the church for a very long time that they planted in 1999. Um, she has three boys, really cute boys that um, are at different stages in life, but I'm sure she'll want to tell you about that. But um, I have known her for a long time, way before she came to North Star, and she really is um, just probably the most steady, patient, forgiving, thankful person that I know. And so welcome, Angie. Thank you so much for joining us today. Good morning. It's great to be here. Okay, yeah. So tell us tell us a little bit about your family. What was it like to plant a church um, and to still be in that church today? And then what's it like raising three boys? Yeah. So planning a church and staying there as long as we have has not been what I thought our life would look like. What I had seen in ministry prior to that was just movement every few years. And so I really thought that's what God had for us. I thought we would move around and I never, I didn't know where we would end up. And God decided that he would plant us in my husband's hometown and that we would stay there all these years. And so that's really been a blessing to us. Our boys have grown up in the church that we planted. And so that's really, that's all they've ever known. And, um, yeah, it has been steady for them, which is, is good. So it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing. Our boys are 21. That's Dalton. And we have an almost 18-year-old who's Griffin and then a 16-year-old next week whose name is Evan. And they are delightful. They are very <laughs> precious. Um, love the Lord and have just remained faithful. And so that's another word. I don't think I've said that yet. Faithful. When I look at Angie and Trevor's life and, and her boys, I mean, to stay at a church that long is probably rare for a lot of pastors. Yeah, I feel like it is, but it's been a blessing to us. It's been a lot different. You know, you, you think you know what your future looks like, and God sometimes has different plans for you, and um, we're thankful for what ours has looked like so far. Who knows what's ahead, but we'll just keep serving the Lord and following Him and see where He leads. Never know what's right around the corner, um, but we do know it's going to be good. Yes. And that we can yes. always thank God for that, no matter if it seems good in the moment or not. Right. Um, all right. Let's find out a little bit about Miss Davis. Um, 
What is your favorite food? Oh, I love food. I like it all. I love seafood. I love pasta. There aren't many foods that I don't like, though. (laughs) Okay, you like to eat. What's your favorite meal of the day? It would be breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or something in between. My largest meal of the day, just because of my routine, tends to be dinner, which isn't great. I probably would prefer it to be lunch. I love food, though. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. What's your favorite drink? Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper, yes. But she... You will drink. You actually prefer the Kroger brand, Dr. Pepper? I prefer the Kroger brand. It is, it doesn't, I I like the carbonation, so it doesn't get sugary as quick, and I don't drink a lot at one time, so I might put a drink in the fridge and come back and forth several times with Dr. Pepper. Sometimes it's just syrup by that point, but Dr. K (laughs) keeps its carbonation, and it's cheaper, so it's just a... Good all the, all the way around. Yeah. So I don't know if you've got Dr. K where you are, but you can, if you like Dr. Pepper, you might try it out yeah. um, and check that out. All right. What's the most fun thing that you do with the boys that maybe people might not know about? I don't know. I feel like we stay so busy. I enjoy sitting around the table and just visiting, talking. I know we don't have tons of time left with them, with them in our home. And so we also enjoy, like, during the quarantine time, we enjoyed playing games and doing things like that. I enjoy watching them do things, really. Um, I enjoy watching them participate in their activities or what they're doing and just seeing how God is using them or working in their lives and molding them, the changes I see in them. So this stage of life, I guess that's what it is. So if they're students, maybe there's some boys listening, what is a question Maybe the hardest question or topic your boys have brought to you to talk about, but you're so glad that they did. What is a question or a topic you would encourage boys to talk with their parents about? I feel like Trevor gets more of those questions, but, and this goes back to your question before, I feel like one of the things that I love at this stage is the talks at 11 p.m. at night when they just come and you know, crash on my bed and just start talking. But I have found that at this stage in their life, they don't always want my commentary. They just want to share it with me. My oldest talks with us regularly, I say regularly, periodically, about giving to the Lord and just trusting Him um, and that element of working that out for yourself what trusting him and and giving to the Lord and knowing that he will sustain you. Um, that's been one of those good conversations because it's so big. It's not just about financial things. It's about trusting in the Lord for yourself and not having your parents' faith, but learning it and figuring it out and it being yours. All right. So maybe the hardest thing is for us as moms not to give the commentary. Yes, I think for girls, it may be different. See, I I grew up in a girl home. And so this boy world has been totally new (laughs) for me. And sometimes it is just such a joy. And sometimes I do not do it well at all. Last week, I just knew we had the most dysfunctional home that there was. And my husband just looks at me and is shaking his head like, "Mm, no, it's just, it's just a guy world, you know, just 
brothers being brothers and it's okay and um so it's funny and it stresses me out all at the same time so it's it's a new world for me for sure i think it's the same for girls because my two older girls they don't want all my opinions a lot of times they just want to talk yes they want a parent to listen that's important yeah to be able to shift into that mode so your family is very athletic you love athletics what um is your favorite sport to watch I enjoy so many. My oldest is coaching football right now, and I enjoy it. I always have. My two younger ones played baseball, so I enjoy that um, because I enjoy watching them do it. And then lately, I've been watching girls volleyball, which is so fun. Um, And so I just really enjoy it all. Uh, soccer. I, I never knew anything about soccer until my boys played. And then I just really enjoyed it. My boys played basketball. So we enjoy, we've enjoyed that. There have been some fun seasons of our life that involved basketball. So it kind of changes per season what we're doing the most. But I really enjoy them all. So with three boys, that's probably been a large part of your your life. It has been a lot, which is good. Then being athletic and learning to work with other students to be a part of a team. And um, so it's been, it has definitely brought some of the most challenging relationship learning experiences. And here again, helping them maneuver them and walk through them and learn how to react to them. That's good. All right. Did you ever play any sport? I played basketball. I did. Well, I played softball, too, um, just for fun. But I I really enjoyed basketball. Basketball was my sport. That's fun. And then your mother-in-law coached for years and years. I actually had her in fifth grade, I think, for basketball before I moved from this town to another state. Yeah, she loves the Lord and really impacted a lot of students, especially girls. She made an, an impact in our area and so many girls. She was, she's blessed now having young ladies reach out to her now that she just runs to, into at the store who she impacted their lives and she didn't know it at the time, but they come back to her now and um, just to talk with her because she coached it all, cheer, PE, volleyball. And she played it all, too. She was a college athlete. so Yeah, so y'all really have been um, a sporting family. Can you say sporting? But um, there's so much to learn through sports. I know we've yeah. had several people on here, coaches and different people, that you, you learn. You learn a lot about yourself, about God, about the world, about being a friend or a teammate. And right. so it is, it is really incredible to be a part of sports. All right, so thinking about this next week, we're recording today, the week before Thanksgiving, but um, big holiday in America because food, you love food. So there's <laughs> usually a lot of eating that goes on on that Thursday that we call Thanksgiving here. So do y'all have any big plans? What is something you eat, tradition you have for Thanksgiving? So, yeah, my mom cooks a big meal. We used to go to my grandparents and um, for, well, the different phases of life, but usually at one of the grandparents. But now that our grandparents have um, gone to be with the Lord, we usually at some point go to my mom's. This year, we're going to be at Disney before. So we're going to be coming home Thanksgiving Day. So we're going to do our traditional Thanksgiving meal a couple of days later. We're going to be going to the beach. Um, mm-hmm. Again, did that last year. It was lots of fun um, to be with family there and enjoy Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, 
we think of food, we think of turkeys, um, you know, for Thanksgiving. But hopefully that is not the only day of the year in America that people are thankful. Thinking about Thanksgiving, um, why is it so important to be thankful? And what kind of people are people that are thankful? Well, believers should be thankful. I think the root of my thankfulness all goes back to the Lord. The scripture, rejoice always, give thanks continually, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. The first time I realized that, okay, this is, he's saying this is his will for us. And, you know, what does that mean? And I was even thinking on it this morning. It's beneficial for people who don't know the Lord to see believers be thankful. It's beneficial because God is worthy. But to us, I think it's beneficial because we need to constantly be remembering. We need to be remembering the cross. We need to be remembering all that Jesus did for us. And we need to be remembering His faithfulness throughout the years and um, what He's done in our lives personally. And so I think before you can even be thankful, you have to remember and um we often tend to rely so much on our feelings. We we don't even realize it sometimes, but we are so often driven um, by what we're feeling at the time. Like the other night at the dinner table when I just thought we had just a dysfunctional family because they're just being irritating brothers with each other. It stole my joy for a while that night because I I really did think this is just awful like we've just we failed as parents and i had to remember i had to go back and remember that christ is still doing his work in their lives he will continue to for their life's journey and he's at work and i have to trust him and because of that i can be thankful and i cannot be consumed by the worry or fear of what might be but I can trust him and be thankful in the midst of it. And so um, I think just remembering over and over and over again daily is so important. And it leads to thankfulness because you can see his work and his goodness. So good. I love that verse. First Thessalonians, First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. So if you do not know those, go, go look those verses up. Um, there's some really important verses to memorize and to have before you just write them. Love to write scripture and have that sticking in places. Where all do you stick scripture? Inside cabinets. The boys will write it on their mirrors in their bathroom. Just anywhere that we you look regularly and you take for granted, you know, on my computer or on my whiteboard in my office. Um, it's always good to have them sticking around. It does help you reflect on them regularly. Yeah. And can you read the word, God's word, without being thankful? Like, does it produce thankfulness in you? Yes, always. Always. We see so much yuck around us or insufficiency in our own self and our abilities and knowing that there's a big picture and we can't always see it, but God can and He's working and just trusting that is, I don't know how people who don't know the Lord get through this life. Yeah, they're missing out on a lot, a lot from our Savior, from Jesus. Um, so right now, there might be some people listening that they just cannot find a reason to be thankful. There's been death. There's been pain. There's been hurt. There's, you know, just so much around them, confusion. They don't understand what's happening. 
what would you say to those people that can't find thankfulness? I would say look to Jesus. He experienced it all, all the suffering, all the betrayal, and he was perfect. So yeah, I would just look to him and trust him knowing that he paid the ultimate price for us and we can be secure in him. Our circumstances are temporary, and so if we reflect on them constantly and look at them constantly, we we can feel hopeless, but um, knowing that He holds our future, we can just rejoice and, and be thankful. Yeah, and I know being a pastor's wife, helping your husband, you know, shepherd a church, that you've seen a lot of grief, a lot of hurt and maybe even walking away from the church, walking away from God. And so you've seen a lot. So through all of your experiences, um, is there anything that you would share along those lines? Yeah, so I think it would be to just not rely on feelings. They're not truth. I've seen so many people in loss, in conflict, in hurt, um, just rely on feelings and allow the enemy just to get a foothold and completely take them away from the truth. So I would just constantly just be checking, am I am I relying on truth or am I relying on my feelings? Because one is truth and one is a lie often. All right. What are you most thankful for as you sit here today? Hope in Jesus, most of all, because I don't know, like I said, how otherwise to function apart from that. You know, um, I'm, I'm just thankful that I, I did hear from him and accept him at a fairly young age. I was 19, but I had grown up in church, so I knew of his goodness. I had heard of it always, but as far as experiencing it for myself, I really saw it at 19, and I'm just thankful for that, to have um, had people around me who love the Lord and pointing me to him constantly. It's been a blessing in my life. I saw a little quote. It said, happy people aren't thankful people, but thankful people are happy people. <laughs> if people choose not to be in a place where they can always find something to be thankful, what are what are you missing? I think you're missing a lot of things, but one of the things that I can think of is relationships. Uh, that may sound weird, but and I, and I may be going back. I kind of tried to focus on one situation. This is the other night at the dinner table for us. But it, when I wasn't joyful, it hurt our relationships because I wasn't remembering and looking to the Lord and being thankful. And it's just a domino effect. And so I think it, I think it breaks down your relationships, your interaction with other people, just your peace, your joy so much. Um, it's just a domino effect. Yeah. And I think about life-giving. Yeah. If you're thankful, you're going to be life-giving. Right. If you're not thankful, you're probably going to be draining. Right. And so what type of sure. person do you want to be? What type of people do you want to be around? Life-giving people or draining people? Right. And I'm sure we've all been both of those at some right. point and been around people. Yeah. It is something. It's a work. It, it's a process. It's remembering and and choosing to be thankful because you know the truth. You know Jesus. Um, because apart from that, yeah, you can be thankful in the temporary circumstances, but circumstances don't last. They change constantly, and thankfully, the Lord um, does. 
So good. So if you're a believer today, you can remember, you know what Christ has done for you and the price that he paid for you and how much we don't deserve that. And so that's something that's just enough. That's kind of what Miss Davis has been saying. We have something to be thankful for, even if it's just Jesus. It's not just Jesus. It's he not. is everything. And um, just how he loves us so much and he showed that love in action and how he shows it to us daily. So yeah, just grabbing a hold of that. But I bet everybody can look around and there's more because if you're a believer, Jesus is putting people, relationships, things around you, even if they're hard, right? You still can be thankful in the moment. Absolutely. In in the difficult circumstances and difficult seasons, you know, he's working and He's um, growing you, and it may just be a season of strengthening your faith and helping you learn to remember and to be thankful. I mean, it's so um, such a cycle sometimes of behavior and, and learning and growing, but he ultimately just to know him and love him and experience him um, and the growth in that. So today you can remember, if you're a believer too, you can look back and you can see moments, oh, those were so hard, but I'm so thankful for those moments. I would never have it any other way, right? Because you learn so much. All right. What about anyone that's listening that's not a believer, does not know Jesus? um, What would you say to them today? I would say he gave his life for you. Um, You're that significant. You matter that much. And we would love to tell you all about him. And yeah, so reach out to teachers, friends, local pastors, um, just, um, yeah, we would love to share with you about him. And we at North Star, how can they reach out to you? Right. So so I'm in the office, so I'm easy to get a hold of. You can always call the office. You can email me at registrar at nsa.school and, um, yeah, and get a hold of me that way. And you can chat in Teams. Yeah, I have students reach out to me all the time through Teams and uh, I enjoy uh, talking with you and, um, yeah, just helping how I can. Yeah. So you might be a parent listening, a student listening. Um, if you're with us in our community, reach out anytime. I know Miss Davis would love to video chat with you. If you've got questions about salvation, about Jesus, just walking through a hard time, she is an amazing person to talk with, to pray with. She'll pray for you because of her faithfulness, her steadiness, her just determined to honor the Lord with her life. I mean, she is a person you want to get to know. I don't know about that. (laughs) I consider myself boring, but you know, but I would love to talk with you and I can tell you all about my not boring God. (laughs) She's not boring. Um, Yeah, because when you look at her, you're challenged by her and her life and her love for the Lord. So definitely not boring. Um, We're so thankful to have you here. I know that you um, just do incredible work and and just loving our families and and caring for them so well and um, providing whether that's transcripts or proof of being here a student here um, so many different things that um, she does so thank you for honoring the lord through all of that and um, working with excellence for the lord Um, we're so blessed to have you here you're welcome I, i love meeting the needs of our families it's it is a joy Yes, so definitely reach out to her. Even just say, hey, it was so good to hear you on the podcast. All right, Miss Davis, thank you so much for joining us today. And happy Thanksgiving to everyone if you are celebrating that today. Yes. Um, Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. See you soon. Thank you so much for listening today. 
If you have any questions for our guest or like information about North Star, please email us at podcast at nsa.school. We love having guests on our show and getting to hear their stories. If you have anyone in mind that you think would be a great guest to feature, please email us and let us know. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming stories.